Casey. Hey, Jacob. I got a question for you. What's up? What do a couple of friends who try being lovers without benefits and a struggling father who wants to have his old life back have in common? Hmm, I don't know. Well, let's find out, shall we? Because this <laughs> week I watched Sleeping with Other People. And this week I watched Jersey Girl. And now it's time to make The, the Movie, movie Connection. connection. All right, here we go. Welcome in, everybody. Hi there. My name is Jacob, and I'm here with my sister, Casey. And this is the podcast, The Movie Connection, which is a podcast where, you know, in an effort to broaden our individual movie horizons and to just, you know, remain connected in general, we decided to connect over something we both really enjoy. Movies. That's right, movies. So each week we assign each other movies to watch, you know, usually that we haven't seen before. Mm-hmm, and then we mm-hmm. sit down to watch them and discuss them and review them and we try to figure out, hey, is there any connected tissue between these two different movies? Anything? Any. Hmm? Any. Is there? Any little thing. Can you figure it out? Figure it out. I'm going to be honest, I kind of struggled this week. <laughs> I thought it would be easier than it was. Yeah, right? I, I had a hard time. I found some. Yeah, yeah, me too. So the show's I, still well, live. A couple. Yes, it's still but, live. But, and yeah, it's so, it was, less, less than I thought, for sure. Yeah, uh, I, I just felt like these are kind of the same level of comedy, almost. And I just thought that, yeah, so there's going to be some connective tissue there but they're just so fundamentally different in what they're focusing on like one is you know deliberately focusing on relationships and one particular relationship and and friendship and and sex i mean frankly like sex it's in the title yeah exactly right (laughs) and see and yeah so pinning that and then but then you have jersey girl and that's about fatherhood straight up like yeah totally like uh which I and, thought it would be a rom-com because, like, I saw J-Lo was on the cover. Yeah. Or at least, oh, like, on she? the picture that I pulled up, it like, when I typed in the what movie you, in Google. Interesting. It had her and Ben Affleck on, on the cover of it. And I was like, you this is a, super misleading. Well, you found a rare photo because they did everything they could to bury pictures like that. That's weird. Because, yeah, they... That, that was that went against what they wanted. They're like, no, we can't let people know JLo's in this. Geely sucked. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Just kind of sad, but you know, <laughs> it did suck. Yeah. I haven't but seen it. Thank goodness. It did suck, but it wasn't JLo's fault. <laughs> like, that's the funny thing is like, well, we can't. Oh, yeah. That's so weird because she is very much not in, uh, you know, a lot of it. She's not, yeah, she's just in a very short, short amount. Now, her presence is felt throughout. For sure. They actually, I think they picked a really good kid to play her daughter, too. I like her, too. Like, yeah, that, well, I'm not getting too much into it. Yeah, we don't want to. questions, but, (laughs) (laughs) but that's so funny that you found that image. Because, yeah, in looking into the behind the scenes facts, like, uh, like, yeah, they, 
that was one of the facts. It's like, yeah, you know, Geely came out and didn't do well. So they really scrambled to cut J-Lo out of all the promotional material. I was like, oh, shit. Which, yeah, I totally get. Um, and But, right, but I, I was where you are, where I thought it was going to be more rom comedy you know like like right. kind of funny and it takes some really drastic dramatic turns like we've, we've run into this before too like it's like oh very lighthearted, everything's good oh kind of wholesome kind of cheesy all right oh you know occasional total like uh, juvenile uh, guy humor like i <laughs> don't yeah, know how else totally. to describe it but uh um and then, and then, but then, boom! These emotional uh, um, set pieces that happen, um, like, and really hit you too. Um, yeah. Like fast and hard. Like, yeah, I was not expecting it. Like. Yeah. Um, but what do you say we get into these movies? Starting with my turn to start, right? So. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about. Let me rephrase this. <laughs> let me tell you about the okay, movie. Let, yeah, let me tell you about the movie. There we go. Okay, so <laughs> this movie is called Sleeping with Other People. Lainey and Jake knew each other back in college when they had, oh, and by the way, played by Allison Bree, and we got Jason Sudeikis, two of probably the most charming, lovable oh. comedy personalities out there working today. Um, but they knew each other back in college, the characters, when they had a one-night stand and went their separate ways. Lainey became sexually dependent on this otherwise boring guy named Dr. Matthew Sobacek, played by... Uh, uh-oh. Um, Adam it. Scott. There we go. Adam Scott. I really like him, too. He's from Parkinson. He's great. Love him. Um, who she frequently has affairs with. Jake, on the other hand, became a womanizer who doesn't hide his sociopathic tendencies. Like, <laughs> at least he owns it, I guess. He definitely owns it. The two end up meeting at a sec- Sex Addicts Anonymous session and decide to support each other as they work through their respective relationship issues. In a sense, they become partners without benefits. Sure enough, with time, the two grow closer and closer. Lainey manages to sever ties with Matthew, and Jake starts to entertain the idea of a long-term relationship. Being so intimate with each other while not being intimate does start to take... uh, Does start to... Cause the couple to question (laughs) their past and their current ideas about love. I love it segment otherwise referred to as Jacob tries to read his own handwriting. <laughs> Great. Yeah. I guess let's start typing about. <laughs> but yeah. there you go. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Lainey, like I said, Jason Sudeikis, Allison Brie, like I love these two. Like they both do have that in common where it's just like you kind of can't do wrong. Like um, They're so like charismatic. Yeah. And lovely. In general. And Jason Sudeikis really surprised me because, like, I he just seemed like what. So he kept popping up in comedies, and I was just like, oh, J- oh, and it keeps kind of, and Jason Sudeikis. It's like, oh yeah, sure. and that guy. Okay, great. Well, yeah. But thinking back on it, I was like, no, he's great at all of those cameos. Like he becomes yes. like one of your favorite characters no matter what. Like 
I think the first thing I saw him in that I was like, who is this guy? And why? Like, he's actually doing great. Um, it was this movie called The The Goods. I think it was called The Goods. And it starred Jeremy Piven, who other uh, canceled the uh, fellow. Um, oh. <laughs> uh, it was also an entourage, which if you've seen Entourage, it's not too surprising that he got canceled. Mm. That, that show is just about terrible people anyway. Okay, okay. But it sucks because I really liked him because he was the the agent character in Entourage and just very foul mouth and bombastic, just full in a china shop type personality. And that's fun to watch. But, you know, yeah, you wonder how much, uh, much truth there is in it. Yeah. So Jeremy Piven stars in this movie called The Goods. And Jason Sudeikis is uh, kind of the... Yeah, the, like the new boyfriend of Jeremy Piven's character's ex or something like that. And kind of a minor character, but he ends up really pulling off some great improv and everything like that with Jeremy Piven. And I think that's one of the things that Jason Sudeikis does really well is he just knows how to roll and like yeah. roll with anything. And that's really impressive. Mm-hmm. And then Allison Brie is just a gorgeous, of course, like, you know, oh, get that so out lovely. of the way. Yes. Like, and then, but beyond that, like, yeah, fucking funny. And then smart so and like, yeah, it pulls off. She's got range. Like, yeah, she's not just the that character from Community. Like, yeah. No, yeah. She's done a lot of horror movies and stuff, too. Like, she has a love for those, which is cool. And she's starting to do a lot of movies with... Um, uh, James Franco's brother, David Franco, Franco, her husband, of course. Hmm. Gee, why is she appearing in so much stuff? Just kidding. Like it's all, it helps that she's also fucking talented. So she's so talented. Yeah. It's about time, honestly. Yeah. And like somebody I used to know is actually pretty decent. Like it was didn't like knock it out of the park, but pleasant. Like I wouldn't, I can't really think of any too many negatives. It was just, uh, yeah, it was a, it was a nice indie film. Totally. Not as good as this. No, I'm not as good as this. Uh, but... no, I'm just going to say this. It's the new When Harry Met Sally. Oh, my God. That leads us into my question. <laughs> One of my questions. Let's hop into it. Yeah, hop to it. Um, I, I read in the New York Times, someone described this movie as When Harry Met Sally, but for assholes. Do you agree? Well, I don't know about the asshole part. I'm not an asshole. I like this movie. Uh, Oh, I get what they're saying. I think the characters are at, like, yeah. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. But, you know, okay, that's fair. Like, you can be assholes and still be likable in a movie context. because They're flawed, but it's, like, very relatable and, and, like, likable flaws. Yeah. And maybe he should watch... uh, Sorry, maybe they should watch When Harry Met Sally again because Harry and Sally are kind of assholes. For real. Uh, Harry more so than Sally. Um, But no, see, but then, but then it gets into what? How do you define an asshole? An asshole. Um, (laughs) But because Sally's kind of a asshole in that way, where it's like, oh God, this this lady again. Hi, Sally. (laughs) What'll it be today? such an asshole <laughs> mm-hmm. yes so yeah yeah I, I definitely but, draw those same conclusions like it does feel like a much newer updated but has its own spin on the when harry met sally feel you know yeah, it's 
it's very it's modernized for sure because this is totally when harry met sally if this was done by today's standards like with how we how relationships are now or at least how they're depicted in movies um mm-hmm. and yeah and all that all that stuff yeah just uh, modernized yeah when harry met sally pretty much totally and yeah i loved it i was like and it felt weird to make that connection because i'm like but is it though i mean when harry met sally like no it really is because they are just there for each other they're friends and then they realize like you know what are we doing here yeah yeah kind of follows the same beats because totally you know they end up together which you know we wanted spoiler alert yeah of course yeah so i would uh yeah mostly agree with that statement for sure mostly agree with uh, it i love it yeah i uh I definitely love this movie. It's in my top 10 rom-coms for sure. Like I love yeah. the chemistry of these two. I think it's undeniable. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. And it's so crazy. Like they didn't know each other before this really. And yeah. you know, they just like play off each other so well. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was a match made in heaven. And one of those, like, again, I, I would like to see these guys perform together again actually that would be me too yeah and it's fun to see uh jason manzoukas in there as well are you kidding me i lost my shit (laughs) (laughs) i was like like, no fucking (laughs) way is he in this yeah oh i love him i don't get it like it's so weird like (laughs) he does just give me just got as uh earth girls are easy has access to my joy bone so does jason manzoukas absolutely like i see him and i'm just like oh we're gonna get some gold here like whatever like and he's gonna dominate this scene they don't even know what's coming totally and they had good chemistry too like seeing him you know play with uh um oh my god why can't i think of the other guy's name uh uh did i guess Jason, because they're both Jasons. They're both Jasons. That's why I was <laughs> wanting to say Jason, and I was like, that can't be right. Uh, right. Jason and Jason, they play so nicely <laughs> together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I love Andrea Savage too. Are you kidding me? That's they can't be allowed in the same room. Like it's just it's too good. Yeah, it's so <laughs> so good. Yeah, their scenes were hilarious. I'm glad I stuck around for the credits because yeah. <laughs> yes, totally. I mean, you're, you're going to run into that if you bring Jason Mansukas into your project regardless. It's like, we're going to totally. have footage that we probably can't use, but absolutely should. Um, yes, 100%. Just so funny. Like, he, yeah, I love him. Yeah, me too. I love them so much. Um. Yeah, and Andrea Savage, like, I only knew her from that extras TV show with the... Uh, Matt LeBlanc and everything. Her and Jason were in another TV show together okay. called I'm Sorry TV. It's on Netflix. It's so great. Um, oh, okay. I think it got two seasons. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those that, like, you're like, man, they kind of got robbed of, like, more. Oh, Damn it. Yeah. Um, we're going to – more and more of those are going to get unearthed as time goes along because so many – like, think of how many Netflix shows were canceled after season one. Yeah. Like everywhere, so yeah, yeah, we have too much content, people. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they have they have such good chemistry, and they're good friends in real life, which just helps. You can just tell. Has Jason Mansukis led 
anything. Has he been the lead in a TV show? Has he been the lead in a movie? Because I think the answer is no. I think it might be no also. And that could, part of me thinks it's got to be. Maybe a good his thing. choice. Like, well, yeah. I think it's got to be his choice or something. Because you know people are, clam- it's like, dude, like, we got to get this guy. But he's self-described agoraphobic, like, you know, agoraphobic and kind of hates people. Um, <laughs> I get it. It's so funny because, like, the people in his circle, though, like, he just, like, there's a reason they're in his circle because they bring out this awesome side of him. So I totally, totally. get it. He's an introvert. Like, I get it. Like, Me too. Oh, an introverted extrovert because, yeah, you see him on stage and you're like, this guy, an introvert? How is he an introvert? Yeah. Yeah, right. But it's just all an act, right? Yeah, yeah. He's great. He's yeah, he's just, awesome. Love him. Day, I feel he's too. I feel like he's aged out of it by now. But I would have loved him to have been in a What About Bob TV series and been. Oh, it would have been so good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, one of my favorite parts of this movie is the fact that both male and female characters have like major flaws. Yeah. They're both super well-rounded. They both have a lot of growth as the movie goes on, actually. Um, and I don't, I like watched it with a careful eye and I couldn't find like an ounce of slut shaming. Ah, yeah, right. Like, um, how yeah. great is that? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, if anything, like if it was there, it was not like portrayed in a way that was like, yeah, no, they're right or whatever. No. Right. Um. No, that's a good observation. Yeah, I think that was great. I appreciated the fact that uh, Sudeikis' character, Jake, like, he was just casually feminist. Like, it wasn't, totally. like, never, like, she, and I appreciate that she didn't make a big deal about it, and he didn't make a big deal about it, and didn't, like, be a douche about it. Like, he just strategically had these moments where it's like, oh, no, like, you know, guys suck. Like, I trust me, I know, I am, like, you know. Yeah. Um. Or whatever, and the and some of the some of the things he knows, <laughs> yeah. or or has uh, familiarized himself with, or you know, are things that not a lot of guys bother learning about because guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, keep keep it simple. Like I don't want to do the research. Instructions, blah. <laughs> right. Directions never. Blah. Right. Uh, so it was really refreshing to have this, yeah, just casually feminist guy. Um, I love okay. that. <laughs> I love that. That's such. That's so true. Yeah. What did you think of Adam? Uh, Adam, I can't speak. Scott's character, uh, Michael, the doctor. So I like Adam Scott's character in per- uh, Parks and Recreation is one of my favorite. TV characters of all time, like God, where is who has that show? Actually, I need like it's probably it's got to be like a uh, Peacock or some shit. Um, because I probably want that series, man. Um, I love Parks and Rec. Um, I'm looking. It is on Peacock. It is on Pe- fucking Peacock. <laughs> it's free. Um, you should use it. Peacock. It used to be free. I don't think it is anymore. Hey, hey, I can hook you up. Well, we're working on that Apollo thing. I, I yes. Don't know what's the status on that? But we'll get it eventually. So yes. Adam Scott's character in Parks and Rec is like one of my favorites. I love him. And like 
I love him in most stuff he's in. Like he was also in uh, what was that show? The uh, the Good Place. Yeah. Ah, oh, the Good Place, so good. Um, and loved him in that. So, and then he's also in, by the way, like maybe just a few episodes of Boy Meets World, like back from when we were children. What? No. Who? <laughs> I probably won't know the character you would, but <laughs> he's uh hold on, I'm pulling it up. Wait, I swear to God, if he's the greaser guy. No. <laughs> Is the greaser guy? No fucking way. No. No, 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 no. He's like no, the second no. greaser guy that meets the, the second one. Okay. That there we that makes sense. Yes. <laughs> what? So you've actually liked Adam Scott for so much longer well, than I you didn't really realized. Like, I didn't like that. <laughs> you didn't like that character. Yeah. <laughs> I, I did. I liked the first, you know, I liked Harley better. Yeah, totally. Uh, but he was good too. But uh, that's so fucking weird. I had no fucking idea. Yeah, he has apparently been around forever. Like, I don't know how old this guy is, but he's been in <laughs> a lot of shit. Um, but he did a lot of movies where he played kind of unlikable characters. Yeah, um, but I haven't really seen them. But uh, from clips I've seen, I was like, oh, he's kind of that is not that's not Adam Scott. I know and love. And then he's pulling it out in this character where you just want to punch him in his mustachioed face. And oh, my God. Somebody does. <laughs> it's one Talk. of the rare instances where I'm just like, yeah, beat the shit out of him. <laughs> Out of yeah, out of nowhere, and like so, yeah, it is interesting where it's like you know that is kind of out of lot. It's out of nowhere, like dude, oh, yeah, having it's lunch. It's definitely um, not a good thing to do, but but it is warranted. Like and it's it so satisfying. It, yeah, it's like it sucks that it was this moment, but I'm sorry, dude. Yeah, yeah, it's that God boomer language. He had it coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or uh. He needed a he needed a beating or whatever. I hate that. I, I never like people saying that. Like, <laughs> yeah, I agree. But uh, in this case, in this applied. case, yeah, he's such like a slimy, swarmy doctor, like so gross. And definitely, there's that power dynamic there yeah, that doesn't the feel right. Like, yeah, just very like, entitled. Like he expects that oh she'll take my car oh we're about to fool around when she yeah was just introducing her current date <laughs> like yeah like, what the fuck dude yeah and walking like, her out down a little bit also like i don't know i just was like i wonder if he's also having like affairs with other patients too uh-huh. like that was a thought i had when i was watching Could it be. We don't know, and we don't need to know, but, you know, it's just something you think about. Yes. And I'm sorry, like, Adam Scott should never wear a must, like, should never have a mustache. It doesn't he work. He grew it on purpose for, like, yeah, the to... douchiness. Yeah. <laughs> Essentially, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and especially with the way he put his hair, like, it all makes sense. <laughs> it does. Because it's not the typical Adam Scott hair either. And I, like, love it, too, because you're just like, why are you obsessed with this guy? Yes, and but how and many I love times that. have we? Yeah, how that's many times real, have we right? That way, yeah. It totally feels real. <clears throat> right. Um, we never get too much explanation. Like some, you know, basically we settle on it's like you know the heart wants what it wants. I don't, or well, 
sometimes another body part. (laughs) Yeah, you want what you want. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I love it. Uh, How did you think they handled addiction? That was a different part of addiction, too, that we don't really see a lot in movies. So, yeah, if the casual feminism was the highlight for Jake's character, the way they handle addiction for Lainey is the highlight for her character. Yeah. (laughs) Because it does show that addiction is kind of addiction, even whether it be heroin, whatever, like drugs, hard drugs, or in this Mm -hmm. case, relationships, sex, love. Like, yes, you can be addicted to those things. And even being addicted to things like love and sex, like, can present issues yeah uh, if done in excess and everything that's that's kind of the problem with addiction right like even addiction to hope you know like hope is such a great thing right but addiction to it you know you might find yourself hmm, i never went anywhere because i kept hoping that <laughs> yeah i was going to, to this day or now or tomorrow or the next day or the next day it'll mm-hmm. work out so yeah, in this case, yeah, being addicted to sex. Or, I mean, she was really addicted. She was addicted to love. Like, I don't know. Like, totally. I guess the two are kind of treated one and the same here. Well, because for her, it seems like they go hand in hand, at least where yeah. he was concerned. Right, right. Because, like, we don't really know how much of a relationship they had outside of their sexual relationship. True. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but I thought they handled it well. Like, we see her, like, the panic attack she experiences. Yeah. Um, was great, and uh, yeah, I like that we kind of followed the whole process, and like even got to see her stick up for herself, like so often. Like I was afraid that she was gonna give in to the ride home or something like that, but she stuck to her guns, and and even when floundering to get in contact with Jake when she couldn't, like I'm glad she didn't go off the rails. Like sometimes, you know, you can't get a hold of your sponsor, you can't get a hold of sure trusted loved one or anything like that that's really shitty feeling um but she just took it in stride and you know just went waited for him and then it wasn't like a big deal it wasn't like i tried to get a hold of you like no right treated very maturely which super maturely rom-coms isn't always the case see i was expecting like an apatow level like raunchy comedy kind of thing well, it sort and, of feels like that's how it was marketed, but it's definitely yeah. so much deeper. Oh, and that was, yes, that was actually something I wanted to talk about, is how marketing for rom-coms or comedies in general is tough. Yeah. is actually harder than I think, because so often, like, yeah, with rom-coms or something, they do tend to market it. You got to appeal to the extremes. Yeah. So it sucks when you have something like this, a movie that actually has emotional depth and pretty good advice and stuff like that. It sucks that it gets lost in the shuffle because people were expecting, yeah, like a raunchy comedy. And sometimes you're not always into that. And so you're going to and people looking for the probably looking just for the raunchy comedy, like walked away disappointed, I'm sure, too. It's like, why are they yeah. talking about their feelings? <laughs> right. <laughs> isn't real uh yeah 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 when I was about to watch it I had Josh watch the trailer to see if he wanted to watch it with me and I was like oh the trailer is so weird it shows like the scene where he and it basically shows the opening 
Yeah. Where he gets like hit by the car because yeah, he yeah. slept with his girl, this girl's friend, yes. and he breaks up with Adam Brody in a restaurant. And then it shows them meet up at the at the sex addiction meeting. Who the hell is Adam Brody? <laughs> Who I, is this guy? I have so much love for Adam Brody. Who um, I right. love him for my teenage self because he was in Gilmore Girls as the only good male character ever in Gilmore Girls. Like the there only 100% okay. good character, male character. Yeah. And he also, he left Gilmore Girls to then do the OC. And he was like the lead on that show. Okay. Um, great on that too. Uh, that was definitely a soapy yes, teen. Yes. I don't recommend it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but a lot of people uh, got their start on that show too. But it, it, they totally. Yeah, one that, yeah, but it's one that I'm not. And he's been in like a lot of other little things. He's pretty selective about what he does. He's married yeah, to Leighton Messer. I love him. Who? Yeah. Uh, Layton Muster. Oh, okay. she's from Gossip Girl. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, I just I feel like this like everybody is more in the know. I was like, who the hell is this guy? And the an- I think the answer is Gilmore Girls. Like, it's maybe Gilmore I mean Girls. he was only in one season. Oh really? Oh well, probably yeah. the maybe it's the OC. well OC is actually really popular too. It um, is yeah for a certain generation. Um, and yeah, it's just so funny because he, he popped Shazam. up here, yeah, and then he's he was been in like promising, promising young woman. Yeah, where uh, that a lot of the reviews were like Adam Brody, how could you and stuff. I was just like, who the fuck is this guy? And appa- I mean, <laughs> apparently he's known for being the nice guy or something, but it was he's lost so on nice. me. Yeah, because wasn't so he like nice. the bad bad guy in that one, promising young woman? No, he was like the first one. He was like the first. Guy, yeah. Guy in the bar or whatever. Yeah. I need to watch that the movie again. again to be a nice guy. Yeah, yes. that's a good movie. I want to watch it again too. Women's History Month. Got to watch it. Hell yeah. <laughs> Started off Women's History Month with Matilda. Like that's the great. That's the way to do it. Because yeah, young, I mean, she, that's a feminist icon. I mean, in my opinion. Well, yeah. Um, because it's all about yeah her embracing her powers or you know mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah i love it great movie anywho you anywho okay time for our favorite questions favorites uh what was your favorite performance so it's really hard like well um i almost like want to put them on the same level because not yeah. one was better than the other i agree but We'll go alphabetical, and I'll say <laughs> Allison Brie, and then honorary mention is Jason Sudeikis, because yeah, and Terry so Jason Manzukas should be honorary mention. So both of them as favorite performance, and then Jason Manzukas. <laughs> I love but it. I thought, but I thought Allison Brie showed particular range in this. Jason Sudeikis was kind of just being, not just being Jason Sudeikis, but just. Given that Jason Sudeikis quality, that level of fucking awesomeness. Yeah, they're both so, so great. Allison Bree, like, yeah, she was so, showing some range. Like, yeah. So good. Uh, awesome. And favorite scene. How do you pick one? I mean, I, I I'm was excited. dying <laughs> with the fingering lesson. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Delivered by Jake. 
Like, I'm like, oh, no, not this scene. Oh, let's not do this, actually. Like, I was loving this movie. Don't do this, guys. <laughs> Kept waiting for, like, because we've seen this scene before, like, American Pie. Um, like, right, totally. The, the, the tutorial, the, yeah, the, so funny. Here, though, like, it's normally done with kind of same sex people, usually. It's like guy showing a guy how to do something or a girl showing a girl. Uh, but this time, it's... <laughs> The guy schooling this uh, rather like kind of repressed, uh, but yeah, totally um, woman who's like who does genuinely is genuinely curious. So it's not even him. Yeah, that's the thing. It's not mansplaining. It's right. No. It's so weird. It's so weird. It could he's be. He's empowering her kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's the difference. Yeah. Because he's not. Yeah. He's not using it to assert himself over her. Like, oh, I'm right. Gonna, yeah. It's more like, yeah, we're meeting at the same level. So maybe that's the difference. It's not really mansplaining. Um, but I was worried that it was going to have that feeling to it. But no, like, and it was just hilarious. Like, she's really into it. Like, she's paying attention. They're listening to each other. <laughs> so And then, funny. like, I died when he did this fucking record scratch thing. I was like, are you fucking... <laughs> <laughs> the DJ? <laughs> Downstairs <laughs> DJ. <laughs> God damn. So good. And I, for- I forget the line, but he was like, what the, what the, what the? <laughs> or whatever it is. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Uh, so uh, good. Yeah. I think my favorite scene, not that this is my movie, but uh, I think it might be when it, when she's dancing with the children and she's like on Molly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I right. also yeah. really love that scene. I'm, yeah. I, I think it's so good. Yeah, both of those are great. See, and again, that scene, like they... You were worried. It's like, oh, no, don't sexualize her. It's like, it wasn't even that. Like, I can't Nope. It wasn't up. It's so crazy how it did that. It's like, oh, no, it's the sexualizing her, you know, uh, dancing. dancing. To some hot music or something like that. And, and then we're going to cut to Jason and Jason and, um, <laughs> what, you know, whatever, like drooling or, you know, that bullshit. It wasn't that. It's crazy. Nope. Loved it. So, so good. Because also, yeah, we're dealing with kids, people. Come on. like. Yeah, don't be, <laughs> don't be that way. Also, don't do Molly and go to a kid's birthday party. <laughs> or I do. Yes. Or do. <laughs> or do. <laughs> I mean, if if you're going to, like, a, a person's house that's like Jason Manzoukas, you probably yeah. could. Yeah. But, Just like, if you're know. coming to my kid's birthday party, probably don't do that, you know? <laughs> Yeah. Tell me what to do. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, awesome. That's both such good scenes. Uh, favorite quote. Favorite quote. It's so funny that it happened so early on, but I couldn't get over. Sex is like kissing with your entire body. <laughs> <laughs> which like, which they laugh it off and everything, and it leads to the realization. It's like, okay, maybe I'm not experienced in that way. You know, but I was like, it's like, no, that's kind of a good description. Like, I like it. <laughs> I love it. I get it. Totally co- corny, I guess. Like, but yeah. 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 Kissing with your entire body for sure. I love it. Awesome. And what would you rate it out of five stars? Out of five stars, this comedy that I was expecting to be Apatow level. Four and a half out of five stars. Woo! That's right. Fuck all of you people who are giving it like 
three star, even three stars. I get it. It's middle of the road. It's not middle of the road. It's, it's too so good. much better. Yeah. It's in my top ten rom coms. Maybe yeah. even my top five. Mm-hmm. I love it. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yay. Yeah, this gave me hope for comedies. Like as long as we have comedians like comedic personalities like Alison Bree, Jason Sudeikis. Totally. Um, Manzukis, like all these people, like there might be some hope for comedy yet. Like comedy's yes. kind of taking a taking a beating, um, and it's not doing too good. But I think there might be some hope here. Mm-hmm. Um, and yes, the marketing isn't helping though. I think yeah, they gotta figure that out, or people just need to you know get on board, like enjoy some wholesome comedies, you know? Yeah. But yeah. Awesome. And would you rewatch and recommend? Of course. Yeah. Um, awesome. And would you reboot it? Reboot it. Not so much. Like maybe it could actually work on stage, I guess. Hmm. But uh, they kind of want big, weird stuff on stage. Um, but because... <laughs> Well, because they've tried doing When Harry Met Sally on stage, too. They have. Yeah, they have. Um, I think it usually sticks to be, like, kind of more of a reading scenario. Yeah. And it makes sense because it's like, yeah, the movie's too perfect. You don't want, like, people can't watch a stage production of When Harry Met Sally without thinking of the movie. And so if it's not at that level, it's not going to work. Yeah. So, but reboot it? Probably not. Good. I agree. Yeah. Awesome. All, All right. right. One movie down. And so now it's time to talk about your movie. Tell me a little something about Jersey Girl. <clears throat> Ollie Trinkie, who is played by none other than Ben Affleck. Um, Affleck. <laughs> thank you. Uh, he's a publicist who falls in love with Gertrude. Played by J-Lo, Jennifer Lopez. Uh, yes. Jennifer Lopez Affleck, no? Yeah, I think so, right? I think so. Uh, they marry, and she soon falls pregnant. But sadly, Gertrude dies during childbirth. Ollie struggles to balance work, being a new dad to Gertie, and grieving his wife. He ends up really like blowing up his spot and losing his job yeah. about the Fresh Prince. <laughs> And he moves back home and in with his dad in New Jersey. Um, His dad's Bart, by the way. Um, Ollie focuses on working on a crew with his dad and being the best father he can be to Gertie while longing for his old life. One day he befriends a movie rental store clerk named Maya, and she tries to help him start living again. Oh, yeah. Exactly. What a weird cast. Like, you got... Ben Affleck, Jennifer Lopez, George Carlin. <laughs> which George. George Carlin was great, though, in this. Um, yeah. and then, Was that the dad? Yes, the dad. Yeah, I love him, actually. Yeah, yeah. I love I love his stand-up. And then he actually does do some good acting roles, too. And actually tends to be in Kevin Smith movies. So, yeah. Uh, and then, but then... So maybe it's not just a crazy cast. It's the casting of Liv Tyler in the like what a so random, random. Very did random. not realize she was Steven Tyler's daughter. Should have. They look alike. The name 
I can't believe you. You're a millennial, okay? But Armageddon, that's where you find out because he did the song. I know, but I didn't know. Okay. (laughs) Now you know. Now I know. I knew the song was for his daughter, too. Have you seen Lord of the Rings? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, of course. She's lovely. Yeah, she's cool. Mostly. Mostly. I don't know if she was right for this. It just just seems so weird. Like, I couldn't get over the weirdness of it. It is weird. I think she did a decent enough job. Um, yeah, she tried. Maybe the chemistry between between her and Ben Affleck was just off. Yeah, 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 and it, and it kind of was. Um, yeah. Hmm. But uh, but yeah. So Jersey Girl. Um, had you even heard about this or seen anything about it? Do you remember? Um. I feel like I have seen bits and pieces of it, like. Maybe it was on TV at some point when I was younger and like it was just in the background because I definitely like recognized a couple parts, but I've never actually sat down and watched it. Yeah. But yeah, never really heard about it. Um, it's weird. It sort of feels like it should be like a lifetime movie almost. In some ways. Yeah. Because in some ways it's got yeah, it's written by Kevin Smith while well, undirected by Kevin Smith, who. It's so weird in his filmography when this shows up because he's going strong with these, you know, he's got a particular brand of like comedies. Right. Like, he does I, the um Jay and Silent Bob. Yeah, Jay and Silent yeah. Bob. Um, uh, and he refers to some of those movies that it's the View Askew Nerverse because his production company is named View Askew. And hmm. uh and yeah, they all they're all like uh, connected by you. I mean, they're usually set in Jersey, so there's always that. And then yes, Jay and Silent Bob usually make appearances, and they they do like reference each other and stuff. Um, right. Like mall rats, like they constantly reference an incident that happens in mall rats and stuff. <clears throat> oh, and in Clerks too. Um. So yeah, right. So he's this guy responsible for Clerks. Yeah, Jay and Silent Bob, right? So stoner comedies, very. And it's very foul-mouthed, blue-collar-ish. Yeah. Right? Uh, but suburban at the same time kind of level. Like, And this is why I really, I always liked his stuff. It was very relatable to me. Like, it reminded me of where we grew up. It's the suburbs, but also you got a lot of, it's kind of, you know, we're a little rough around the edges, but not. Right. And, and stuff like that. It's about, yeah, I know, it's a bunch of, frankly, privileged kids who don't really appreciate yeah. Appreciate what they got, um, and so they that manifests itself in defiance and anger and foul language and stuff. I'm talking about myself, <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, so yeah, I, I really dig his voice, and it's one of those similar to Tarantino where his voice, like, it just I get it. I'm like, yeah, these I I think this way sometimes and stuff. Um, not too far, like not too far, because some of his viewpoints get a little cringy but sure sure but uh but and then this movie shows up jersey girl and right you can see he's taking a turn for he's trying to be a little more serious um and it even looks different from his movies up to that point yeah um and he describes this movie as like it it looks better than it should and it's like that's kind of accurate because it is it looks very solid and then but then right it has these random like 
Star Wars references. Oh, we're going to take a moment to banter with the kid for a second. Uh, we're going to have an awkward um, uh, uh, masturbation conversation at a diner and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like these weird like moments that are totally fitting of those other movies I described, like Clerks or something like that. That's sure. when it really kind of shows you that it's Kevin Smith. But then, but right, and then, but you can tell he's like, no, but I'm, but I'm serious. I'm, I'm, I'm serious. <laughs> yeah. Like pick a lane. It, it, is it a pick a lane movie? Kind of, because I feel like the tone is sort of all over the place a little bit. It's a little wacky, right? Because we have some really heavy shit of like mourning heavy, and heavy. grieving, and like there were parts of it that really got me, like when she was like, "I wish you were the one that died." Like oh. that was fucking heavy like, shit, right. man. That's why I'm saying it. It's like, <laughs> like those moments where it's like, it's not just, "Oh, we're in a serious scene." It's like we are in a serious scene now. Like, <laughs> yeah, slaps you across the face. Super with heavy shit. But then, then yeah, there's like random. Like the scene when they got caught in the shower and she's like, yeah. what are, I hated that. If I'm being hated honest, it. Hated it. Like, what are your what intentions are with my dad? And I hated oh when he God. asked the little boy, what are your intentions with my daughter? I was like, this is like sitcom. Exactly. Like, it's like right. sitcom territory. Like I felt yeah. like I was watching a sitcom. Yes. And it's so funny. Like, yeah, it happens the first time. And then. And then when we see them sitting again, it's like, no, are we seriously calling that yep. that scene? Yep. Like, <laughs> yep. Yeah, it was so weird. And I was like, yeah. this makes me fucking cringe. <laughs> yeah. Very cringy moments. Because also, like, no offense to Ben Affleck or whatever, but it made me slightly uncomfortable, maybe in the wrong way, when it's like he's speak, he's talking to the baby and everything. And it, it's a serious monologue, but then all of a sudden he starts trailing off and, like, it's sort of crying and everything but then yeah his, his crying acting was then, not good i think that's what made it it's like i know what you're going for and i would be here for it if it felt real <laughs> yeah i was like i wish he just would have said the monologue like really with a heavy voice and not tried to cry there, because yeah. the crying like pulled me straight out of that and i was like what's the f yeah yeah yeah. And it sucks um, because like the work like right on paper it's like yeah this is really serious shit like and it, these are yeah. these are valid feelings like uh, Yes, yes. uh and fears and stuff. Oh man, but right the ex- it it was the in the execution, I think. It was and I like Ben Affleck a lot, but some of these what some of this wasn't his best acting. <laughs> <Let's say yes. laughs> this is what's so weird about Affleck is sometimes I genuinely think like it's like no that was actually good and like yeah his afflicness is actually kind of informing the character in a good way yes but then sometimes his afflicness is like no right like dude you're kind of a douche like it's better when we don't realize that like, <laughs> like yeah totally totally because sometimes he just does those douchey guys a little too well you know mm-hmm. and 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 enjoys it too much yeah Gotta head it to him for trying, because I think what it is, is he just feels so comfortable with Kevin Smith. I think they have a great working relationship. Which is awesome. Because he always shows up for his movies, even if, like, like, right, it's like, maybe cast somebody else or something, because I don't think this is working. But I think they, yeah, enjoy each other very much, and, like, that's why he probably, because he doesn't normally do these parts. So for him to do it, he must have felt confident. Like, yeah no, and there hands. were parts of it that worked like when he wasn't 
trying to be wacky and when he wasn't trying to be emotional, it worked great. Yeah. Like when they went to New York, that was fun. Like it felt like, oh yeah, he's her dad. Like mm -hmm. so sweet. But yeah, just yeah, some yeah. of the moments were just, it was kind of wacky. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. Well, wacky. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right, let's get into some Q&A here. Let's do it. This movie deals with fatherhood and the mm -hmm. father-daughter relationship between Ollie and Gertie. Was Ben Affleck a convincing dad? Is he a dad now? He is because he yes. and Jennifer Garner have a child, I believe. Oh, I've got to be honest. Like, I just, I can't picture it. Does he have children? I'm looking it up. <laughs> I have to know. He has three children. Okay. So, yeah. I just, With Jennifer I Garner. Yeah. yeah. I just can't picture it. Like, yeah, weird. <laughs> yeah, she is a great. I can imagine her as a mother easily, but. Um, but did you find him a convincing dad? At, at the, so we know he's a dad now, but at this point, like, what did you? Um, sort of. So not completely sort convincing. Of. Okay. But like, occasionally he sold it, right? Like I said, like I liked the whole montage of them like going to New York and then seeing a show together and like him picking her up from school that all felt like oh yeah, yeah okay he's her dad but mm -hmm. yeah the serious conversations yeah, and right. the like the weird sitcomy moments definitely could have been sold maybe by a different actor maybe yeah 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 affleck affleck what did you think of Gertie and Ollie's relationship? I think it was pretty good. Like, the good thing, Ollie's like lucky. Yeah, yeah, they have great, yeah, great banter. The good thing that Ollie has going for him in this is like his community of people that he has around him. They say like, oh, it takes a village to raise a child. And yeah. he actually has his own little village of people helping him. He has his dad who he True. takes for granted a little bit. Yeah, for um, the uncles. You know, the uncles. Um, this random lady they met at the video rental store. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, worms her way into She their just hearts. ends up, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, and so he's really lucky that he has those characters uh, as yeah. well. But yeah, I think their relationship, for the most part, is pretty good. Yeah. It really, like... He says, like, oh, in that scene we were talking about, talking to the baby, he's like, you're a piece of mommy and everything. That rubbed me the wrong way, where it's like, I, mm. so I get, I get where you're coming from. Like, yes, yeah, she is a piece of your wife, but also she's her own person. I don't know. Maybe that's too, you know. Eh, I think a lot of people make that comment, so it didn't even phase me really. Yeah. I do I think they like, picked, he like, mean it that way. Yeah. yeah. I think they picked a great little actress to play J-Lo's daughter. Yeah. I feel like she had a lot of sass and she okay. she kind of looked a little bit like her, which was great. Um, like one of her, I think this was her big acting her, role. Yeah, breakout performance. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, sometimes that can be a bad thing. But no, she was on it. She was great. Yeah, She was. She's, she's adorable. She sings now, I think. 
and she actually sang pretty damn good in that uh, in that scene. God, that scene. We didn't even yeah. talk, so we've talked about Ben Affleck crying. Let's talk about Ben Affleck singing, everybody. Oh my God. Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And but he is owning it, and like that part, it's like you can't look away because he's yeah. giving it his all, but it's not happening. And then Liv Tyler, miraculously, like, yeah, did a good job. I actually thought yeah. he was pretty cute as the, like, whatever that, like, page boy or whatever the fuck that character yeah, was. Yeah, I liked it. Um, have you ever seen that musical? I have never seen Sweeney Todd. Me neither. Is it, like, do were you familiar with the plot before this? Yes. Okay, good. <laughs> so yes. You can kind of hit you. If I wouldn't have been, that would have been shocking. <laughs> um, which I think was really funny. Like, his character clearly <laughs> had never even heard of it. He's just like, fine, we'll go see this musical. <laughs> but you know what? If I would choose between that and Cats, I would choose yeah. Sweeney Todd. So, oh, shit. <laughs> wow. Um, All right. You disagree? Yeah. No, no. But I'm just, it's like people usually, like, Cats, it, People huge. love cats. I think that I'm just freaked out by humans dressing up like cats. Like, I think it's creepy to me. I don't yeah. think I like it. It's, I don't like it. And Especially I don't Especially when they problem. get into it, where it's like, oh, no, we're on safe. We're like, lick it. Yeah, yeah. Nope, I hate it. It is very unnerving. That is what it is. Yeah, it's unnerving. But, yeah, I've never seen Sweeney Todd. I know they made a movie. Yes, they did, with. Johnny Depp? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I and, thought so. And I actually liked, I heard some music clips from it and thought it was pretty good. Uh, but, and I hear it actually is like good, like especially from Tim Burton fans and everything. It's kind of an underrated. Uh, Maybe we'll have to check it out. Yeah, I eventually will. I just know it's long in a musical and it's Sondheim, which this is the guy that did Into the Woods. So his musicals are a very. Heavy musical. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, heavy on the music musical. Heavy on the music musical. Yeah. Um, Ollie isn't always the most likable guy. True. But I can relate to his dilemma of living in one place while you long to live elsewhere. Totally. You know, I think a lot of people can relate to that. And the city life versus the suburban or small town. Yes. Color life dynamic, right? So do you have a preference between city life and small town life? This is a little different from maybe more rural life, I think. I think that's... Yeah, because I've lived in, like, absolutely the countryside where we didn't have a neighbor for a mile. Yeah. And I've lived, like, right now I currently live in a very bustling city. It's, like, the second biggest city maybe in Oregon. Yeah. Uh, huge city. Um, I definitely prefer... A, I think I would like a small town. Uh -huh. Um, originally, like when we talked about buying a house, I wanted to move to Silverton, oh, which yeah. is really just like an hour away from where I'm at now, but it's a much smaller town. Uh -huh. And I love the idea of living in a small town, but since I never have, I just don't know if I would actually yeah, true, like it. Right? Yeah. Cause we, because didn't, you know, this wasn't exactly small. I don't know. We kind of had small. I guess it was just suburban living, huh? It was suburban, yeah, because, like, we didn't know. I think when I think of small town, I think of, like, okay, they have two stores. Exactly, right. They right. have one gas station. You Everybody, know the owner of the store. You know who the owner of the gas station is. It's so community-based. Like, yeah, you, like, 
yeah, you know everybody's name pretty much. Like, no surprises. Like, right. Strangers don't go unnoticed. Like, right. But not. See, that's when it gets into weird territory where it's like, you know, small town living can be like toxic. Like, <laughs> yeah, because I always like I love Gilmore Girls. That's no secret. Everybody knows my love of that show. And part of that is because I long for that life that I see in the show of like people knowing each other and having yeah. community celebrations. And but also like what if I lived in a place and then I had a neighbor that was just like they knew all about me and I didn't like them. Right. You know, right? Like yeah. that's the only like bummer of small town living. I think is like you can't really escape those people. Yes. True um. True enough. So but I still think you. I would prop. I think I would go small town though. I think like town, the next. Yeah. Well, I actually think the next place we will live will be countryside again. Countryside. Mm -hmm. I really like to be like in a rural area. Maybe like we could find something that still has a little bit of a small town feel. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I like I like to be in the boonies. Yeah, right. Totally. But then ultimate vision, like yeah, if we're going dream dream, like hell man, it's gotta be a Europe it's gotta be European countryside, my own place, fucking I know it and like there's somebody close enough who can help me with maintenance because I know that becomes an issue with places like that and everything. But no totally like, yeah, the simplest simple life, like something out of a Beatrix Potter book or a love it show, something like that yeah that would be the dream like where your daily activity is just wandering like wouldn't that be great it's like oh i don't have to work so much today everything is stocked you know i'm just gonna wander yes bring out my watercolors i'm not good at it but fuck it like who can who's gonna judge me like <laughs> yes i love that that would be oh. like yeah money wasn't an issue Exactly. Yeah, European countryside would be lovely. Um, what did you think of Ollie's growth? Where did he start? Do you think that he's on track to being a better dad? I do think so, yeah, actually. I think he started, it's fun, <clears throat> like, you know, we got to see him and J-Lo fall in love very quickly. Yeah. Um, and we didn't get a huge sense of him really you know we yeah. just got to see them together kind of i one thing i really liked was like they showed they started showing him like show his flaws like while she was pregnant like oh he missed the Lamaze class oh right. you know they're fighting about something or other like it just felt kind of real and you know again like it's good to see flaws in a character and yeah. then we see it worse when his daughter's born and his wife is gone and he's Totally yeah. expecting his dad to do everything for him. Yeah, man. Yeah. Not yeah. cool. Not good. Um, but his dad calls him out on it, mm -hmm. which is yeah. great. And yeah, we see him like improve a lot and try to. It it's so crazy that he like doesn't sleep with anyone or date. Yeah. Like that was a really interesting decision on their part. Yeah, um, to make him essentially a celibate, like yeah, he's like he a monk dad. Doesn't have it in him anymore. He's like, no, it's the kid and nothing else. Like I don't. Yeah, know, which I. Don't I time for that. Yeah, <laughs> but I think it does make him better when he has other interests too. You know. Yeah, true enough. So like I think as he keeps going through the movie, you know, it was good to see like, oh well, what if I did get to go back to New York? And I actually like loved the cameo from Will Smith. Um, yes. 
that was so lovely very well done and like yeah so good could have been so cheesy good. as fuck totally um and they executed it really well like will smith like i get i'm just really impressed like that kevin smith dialogue can just be so specific that it like sometimes can throw you off but will smith was even owning it because like he was. I, mean, I guess he's a good actor i don't know um, <laughs> um but yeah nailed it i thought he was charming i thought they worked really well off of each other ben affleck and will smith um like the duo we didn't know we needed yeah <laughs> yeah and i love that they never get a, i was w- wondering if the shoe was gonna drop where it's like oh trinky huh tr- tr- wait trinky Trinky? I also the was Trinky? worried about that this motherfucker who like, but at the but actually, would that scene even happen? Like, would he? He wouldn't care. Would he even care? Like, yeah, no. Would he really, even care? Like, oh, you were that guy that. Oh yeah. Oh, that's funny. But I mean, yeah, like you were wrong. Like. <laughs> yeah, really. What's great about it? I love that they didn't go there. Was yes. because like ollie we see his character be like it's all on him you know he's like oh fuck like (laughs) you know and so we get to see and he did so good acting like with that in the back of his head you know we could tell like the character was nervous and yeah it was great he didn't want to say anything that might it's like oh shit am i gonna say something that's gonna give me yeah totally but then yeah and then you see him warm up to the fact that it's like no we're just a couple of dads talking yeah, and I love that, too. And I like that he ultimately is, like, the reason he left New York, and and then he's the reason he leaves again. Because he makes him, like, see his shit. He's like, oh, oh yeah, shit. you know, you're you're oh, a good dad. Funny. Like, and he's like, oh, shit, I got to go be a good dad. Like, Yeah. Wow, I yeah. never thought of it that way. Holy fuck. That's great. So that's Full circle, baby. So now he'll be able to, yeah, now he'll be able to be like, you know what? Yeah, right. He'll be able to say, Will Smith ruined my career, and then he improved my life. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, it was really a great scene. Um, and then Jason Biggs, like, the best character in the movie. Like, the only, like, decent character in the whole movie. I love when he tells me. He's him, so like, great. Glad I can help you. Um, one thing this movie gets right is people's love for Cats the Musical in the 90s. Yeah. The 2000s and beyond. Have you seen Cats? Or do you have any connection to this phenomenon? Were you gaga for Cats at any point? No. And I think that it's always been because I'm a little scared of it for some reason. Yeah. Maybe I need to own up and watch it. But I don't know if I want to. Watch the movie. <laughs> I will not. See, I was at the movie theater once. I've told this story before. I was there with my nephew. He was like five. And I asked him before we went in, like, do you have to go to the bathroom? And he's like, no. I'm like, okay. And we sat down and the trailer for the Cats movie came on the big screen. And he was so terrified. And he looked at me and he's like, I do have to go to the bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) He like got up and started walking. And I was like, okay, we're going. Dude. Like, yeah, I remember first seeing the trailer. I was, I was like, is this for real? Like, like, are they, like, seriously packaging this as best motion picture of the year? Yeah. <laughs> like, they were building, they wanted this thing to be like, yeah, they wanted it to be like Cats, the Broadway musical. I did not see that. No. Now, I'm, now I did but see yeah. that, and I watched it for the... How did this get made? made? You did watch the the movie? Yes. That's the way. Was it horrible? Oh, it's terrible. 
It's terrible. Yeah, I haven't ever seen the musical. I've never, I never watched the movie. I think I've heard some of the soundtrack. Sure. Because I'm I sure. do run Memory. in like the yeah. circle of people who like musicals. Yes. Um, and so, and I do know people. I even remember people in elementary school being obsessed with it totally. Yes, but I do. just like didn't even have like a desire to see it at all. Like it, frankly, it, like the best. You can see how the makeup effects and stuff could be appealing to a kid, but then at the end of the day, it's still a long ass fucking musical. Like <laughs> for real. And uh, some of the yes, some of the musical numbers are nice and catchy and upbeat and pretty mm-hmm. badass. But then memory. <laughs> but then <laughs> memory. Stuff like, stuff like that. Um, the movie was bonkers and kind of fun and like definitely in that how did this get made way? But no. Now, I remember when they had, like, a taped version of the stage musical going around, and, like, people watched the shit out of that. And even that, I was like, oh, I'm not feeling this. Yeah. And it's, frankly, kind of pretty raunchy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Cats, man. Crazy. All right. Liv Tyler plays a video rental store employee. Did you ever uh, rent movies? Yes. Did you have a go-to rental choice like Gertie, who always wanted Dirty Dancing? And I swear to God, if you say Dirty Dancing. I love Dirty Dancing. <laughs> uh, but I don't think mom and dad let me watch Dirty Dancing until I was older than Gertie is. Yo, listen, people. We want to talk about parenting and everything. No, just kidding. <laughs> just very just very sheltered, and it, it, it kind of sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, in retrospect, you're kind of like, man, missed out on stuff. So yeah. They were doing their best. It was out of love, but it was. But boof. Um yeah, anywho. Um, I don't remember having like a specific go-to movie. I mostly loved going to the video rental store and just like looking through all of the movies to pick what I was oh, gonna watch. Totally. That's my goat. We owned pretty much all of the Disney movies, so it was never a Disney movie. Exactly, right. Yeah, I rarely, I always had, see, and like, you know, we couldn't really afford that kind of stuff. And so it would always be like other friends or like going over to friends. It's like, oh, it's Blockbuster Night or something like that. Yeah. Going there sometimes with Brandon when I would stay the night at Rob's and that was totally thing that would happen. I experienced movies for the first time that way sometimes usually rated our movies because yeah again because <laughs> we were sheltered yes <laughs> like you had to sneak those rated r movies but they were so cool <laughs> yeah um yeah video rental places and we still have one in the portland area called movie madness which i went to for that shelly duvall class and it was pretty awesome ah awesome yeah, we're watching fairy tale theater. It was a lot of fun. Um, that sounds fun. Oh, we talked about the cameo. This movie is written and directed by Kevin Smith, who has a pretty distinctive writing style. Did you pick up on any of that? Mm, I think I just thought, like, oh, this kind of feels familiar. Yeah. I don't um, know if Kevin Smith movies are usually my movies. Yeah, true. Um, yeah. But certain ones are, like, he does have those ones that do appeal to you. Because, like, Zach and Mary make a porno. That's yes, a great. Good one. Uh, I feel like... Oh, well. 
Um, for the most part, I really enjoy him. Just lately, lately, he hasn't been... Catch and release, yeah. Um, all right. I think that wraps up the Q&A. Now it's time for our favorite questions. Favorites! All right. Favorite performance. Um... So sorry to Ben Affleck, but it's not going to him. Uh, I think he has a lot better roles. Um, I actually am giving it to George Carlin, which is his dad in the movie, Bart. Yeah, yeah. I, like, found him so compelling, and he was definitely the most emotionally grounded character, I think, that we had. Totally. And especially surprising for... I mean, George Carlin, like, stand-up comedian, like, has a very... Yeah in your face kind of style but this mm-hmm. like no he was going through the emotional beats uh yeah. they would they would cut away to shots of him reacting to the assholeness of his own son and you could see that play out on his face yeah um yeah it's a good choice yeah i thought he did a great job and it, and he has an emotional like tearjerker moment at the end like you know yes and he realizes it's like i just don't want to die alone Yes. Uh, it's like again, so, well, again, uh, this movie where it's like, it's like, yeah, we're going along. All right, movie's wrapping up. You even hear the song in the background. You know, what was the song? But, oh, damn it, because it's that was like another song weird they thing. They always play. That was like another weird thing is they very much played the music to tell us how Ben Affleck was feeling, yeah. and I was really hyper aware of that. <laughs> too, yeah, too on the nose. Um. Uh, but yeah, cool. George Collin, great. Yeah, he was great. And my honorary actually goes to Raquel Castro, which she played Gertie. And I thought, you know what? For a kid actor, like she did a great job. Hell yeah, definitely. Yeah, she's acting, acting circles around Affleck. I know, and I love Affleck. I just don't think this was for him. <laughs> or maybe it's just not for me. That sucks, but his next direct, like, I actually like him as a director too, but his next movie that he came out with, I don't really want to see it. It's all about like Nike. Nike? Oh, yeah. so it's about Nike and how they, uh, yeah, they chose yeah Michael Jordan to be their spokesperson or whatever, which which is like a cool story, I guess, but I don't know if it's movie worthy. Like what the what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let's talk. Let's talk about all the personalities around. Michael Jordan. Weird. It's like, oh, wow. I. Why? It's kind of insensitive. Like. Yeah. And weird. And yeah, I'm not into it. I can't believe like, and people are so excited about it. I love people love Nike. More and more. Oh, true. People love Nike. Basketball related and all that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, not so much. But uh, cool. Uh, favorite scene that is most definitely the children's reenactment of sweeney todd beautiful top absolutely literally so good and like i love that you know for like 20 kids before them it was just memories from cats that That bit was great that bit was great yeah 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 and i like love the lady the announcer lady and she's like you know, um, God, whatever the song was called. And then she's like, which must be a psalm. Like, yeah. God, that's good. Yeah. And God, you that's would, good. You would totally think that. Yeah. There's, that was perfect. Like, yeah. That, so funny. 
That was Kevin Smith, uh, yeah, using those writer skills. <laughs> yeah, that was so funny. I loved that part. I laughed I so hard. They played it out. It was so it was cute and actually like legitimately good. Like, yeah, as a kid, I'd be like, I want to do that. Well, and it's great, too, because, like, I related to Gertie in this moment because the first, like, stage musical you see in real life, you just become obsessed with it, right? Like, she that was the first one she ever got to see on Broadway. So she's just like, this is my thing now. There's something magical about it. Like, and especially, yeah, you feel it. Like, yeah, when we saw Hamilton, like, there's just an energy. Mm, it's, so like, good. Can, there's a reason these shows cost so much and like tour and stuff it's like yeah no they're on it and especially i love how uh rotating platforms are like the norm now like yeah so cool. incorporate rolling platforms i know they've been using them before hamilton but for some reason i was like <coughs> hamilton uh perfected them in my opinion because i agree how the, he's pulling off like <laughs> cinematic shots yeah on stage like that's what's remarkable it's like oh this would be in a movie but we're not we're on stage but i i it feels that way it's so cool yeah very smart um and then favorite line of dialogue uh that's actually from uh maya maya can't say her name jesus she says forget about what you thought you were just accept who you are yeah, he does really good like, advice. He's a solid writer. He knows that he knows how to give nuggets of awesomeness. Like I like that one. I like I'm just a guy who wants to play in the sand with his kid or whatever. Yeah. Got good poignant moments. Perfect. All right. So out of five stars, how many stars would you give Jersey Girl? I'm gonna give it a two and a half. And a half okay middle of the road yeah yeah okay. very middle of the road i didn't dislike it but i definitely think like that maybe affleck wasn't right for this role and i like him as an actor so i'm not dissing on him i just right. was like this was a weird and it was a little bit tone tone off like yeah, or maybe yeah. it was live tyler like maybe that was what was off there's just something that was a little off so okay. and uh, would you rewatch or recommend? Um, probably not. Yeah, I know. Like maybe yeah, though. Like maybe better, I'll rewatch it. Better father daughter movies out there. Like yeah, this doesn't yeah. come up on Father's Day. Like <laughs> right. Uh, and would you? Ah, hmm, now would you reboot this? Is there? I said yes. Yeah. And I think that they could do it better. Like, I think if they lean into one genre, like, if they leaned into making it a drama and then just had really great moments of comedy. Yeah. Or if they leaned into making it a comedy, like, this dad doesn't know how to be a dad. And then, like, just threw in the heavy moments, like, but were really smart about where they placed them. Yeah. I think it could be so good. Yeah, like, have a er scene <laughs> like <laughs> like we were in an episode of er for a second it's like <laughs> so weird yeah. um yeah good call uh any casting in mind or just like you just want them to take the reins on it yeah i can't i'm trying to yeah, think I of know. like who would be a good who would be a good dad yeah but a dad so it's got to be a dad but yeah who you wouldn't normally picture maybe as dad 
I don't know. Yeah. Oh, well. But, like, yeah, a reboot would could be fun. Really could also, be fun. Gives an opportunity to some new young actor. All mm-hmm. this kind of stuff, so. There's, like, definitely a lot to work with here, so. Sure. All right, well, that wraps up both of the movies. So now it's time to make the connection. Yeah. Chess pawns, clock, matches, all physical objects man-made. Small in size, light in weight. That's the connection. Surprised to see me? No. Then you're aware of what? Our connection. And so we are all connected in the great circle of life. Let's do this. All right. I'll start. Uh, let's see here. Uh, I mean, both do have people learning about sex for the first time. Oh, good one. Did whether not even be, put that together. You know, whether it be Gertie kind of learned about the birds and the bees or whether it be. Uh, <laughs> Love that. Opening of yeah, sleeping with other people. Um, awesome. Uh, both are not like a typical rom-com, but kind of like marketed as one. Yeah, very, they, yeah, they, oh, there <laughs> we go. That's a first connection. Like the marketing was kind of off for both. Yeah. Both. Yeah. There you go. I like that. Uh, okay. Both couples decide to just be friends, but eventually realize there could potentially oh, be love more. It. Yeah. Good. And it was kind of nice. Or I don't know how I feel about them ending it with like, Basically, I'd like that. Like, <laughs> let's try that. Like, you wanna like? Oh, I'll think about it. Yeah, do that. Like, I think that's what it was. It's like, mm-hmm. Yeah, for real. And her being so devastated when Ben Affleck's gonna leave, that just felt so it's like like really cry- closing the door and crying. I was like, yeah, this like, is crazy. Yeah, that really was another live, lifetime like, movie yeah. moment. Like, I was like, what the fudge is happening? Yeah. It's true. It just, yeah, it didn't feel earned like, uh-uh. or something. Like, I was just like, I see what you're going for. No, this feels off. Like, this is, no, this is not the shot. <laughs> yeah, it was so weird. Um, uh, Both male leads have some abandonment issues. Ah, well, yeah, they only touch on that in uh, Sleeping with Other People. Um, yeah, he do- kind of mentions that that's the whole reason that he sleeps around so much. He only sure. sleeps with people that he doesn't care if they leave him. Right. Or and like, or he'll sabotage the relationships like by yeah. making himself the bad guy. Um. Awesome. Yeah. Anything else? Oh. Um. Yes. Uh. Ollie and Lainey have work-related identity crisis. Um, Ollie is like, oh, no, I should go back to New York and be a publicist. And Lainey mm-hmm. is like, I should go back to school and be a doctor. Ah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then okay. uh, the last one I had was both show some realistic parts of relationships. We see, like, J-Lo and Ben Affleck's character, like, bicker and fight a little bit, which feels real. And then we yeah. see a lot of realistic, I think, relationship things happen in sleeping with other people. Yeah, totally. Yeah. You may. All right, well, there's your connections. And now we're going to do a little movie matchmaking. So yeah. But look at this nice thing though we have here. Matchmaker, matchmaker, make me a match. Find me a fine, catch me a catch.